Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in again to the second episode of season two of the Backpack Full of Busyness and with our first guest of this season, who will have two podcast episodes as she is such an inspiring and amazingly lovely woman with a huge heart and with unbelievable strength. Today's podcast will be part one of her episode. Her backpack is filled with listen, observe, and learn life lessons. She has been a Montessori kindergarten teacher for more than 40 years and still as excited as ever to teach and care for these children every day. Paula, welcome to the backpack full of busyness. Thank you very much. <laughs> nice to be here. I'm so excited for listeners to get a glimpse of what your backpack looks like and hear about your life experiences and lessons learned. So let's start. So as we always start with how did we meet? Uh, you were one of my daughter's kindergarten teachers, Juf Paula, as we say in Dutch, which in English is teacher Paula. Of course, you were one of her favorites. And I think of many kids you have thought during your career. That must be over a thousand kids now, right? And still counting. Probably, <laughs> yes. Yeah, some of them are in their 40s now. But yeah, yeah. Makes me feel old though. But anyway. But you don't look like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> but first, can you share how your busyness looks like? As I know, you're a busy woman and with lots of other interests and activities. Well, I've um, traveled a lot. I was uh, That's one of my hobbies as well. And uh, in one of my travels, I met my husband in Spain. My, uh, my darling husband I was with for 27 years. And we um, traveled a lot together too. Had loads of fun. No, uh, no uh, moments of dullness, dullness. anyway. Let's yes. say that. Yeah. And, uh, Unfortunately, uh, we uh, divorced uh, due to cert certain um, circumstances in, in our life. And I um, moved on, uh, on my own and uh, picked myself up and um, yeah, started to enjoy life. Started to travel again, not a, not a, not all on my own because I'm I'm not the type of person for that. I'm a real people person, so mm -hmm. I did that in the, for the first time in my life with uh, groups of people. My travels were uh, all uh, around Asia. I'm a real Asia lover, so I did in the last couple of years. I did Nepal, Vietnam, um, the India, went over the Himalaya. Mm -hmm. And uh, all uh, wonderful and also inspiring uh, travels. And uh, so that was basically my travel life and my, my, my married life. And um, in, in some ways a bit unlucky with my body. Mm. I suffered um, twice with um, the illness cancer. First in 2008 where I uh, was diagnosed with bowel cancer mm. and after an operation and uh, nine sessions of uh, chemotherapy, um, that was gone. But um, five years later, I was diagnosed oh. as a spread from the bowel cancer. Mm -hmm. It was in my liver. Oh. But luckily, at, um, at the side of my liver, uh, where it was uh, operable, uh, they took a part of the liver away, and um, and here I am. Yeah. Still alive. 
Of course, yeah. After all these not years. And I'm planning on staying alive yes, for please. a lot more years. Because yes, I'm not finished on this planet yet. So that keeps me going. That's a very good life motto. And a carpe diem mentality. Because that's what you learn yeah. out of uh, heavy experiences with the death in your eyes. Um, you certainly start to appreciate what you've got and yeah. not what you don't have. No. So uh, And I'm, seize, I'm a, seize the day. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I'm, I'm still considering myself as a very lucky person. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that also um, the way, how you coped with that? I mean, when you were diagnosed with cancer, how, how yeah. did you cope? With yeah, that? yeah. Well, first of all, I was never told that I was given up, mm-hmm. you see. Uh, there, so therefore, I always kept hope, and uh, especially the first time, I thought, well, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to get this out of my body, and I'm going to get better. And um, and I was convinced that it was would never come back again. And I must admit, the second time when it happened, I felt like my body really sort of played with me, mm-hmm. you know. Betrayed uh, you. A trick, yeah, yeah, and I couldn't trust my body anymore. I thought that was an awful uh, way of dealing with your body. And uh, that is also a real trigger of a thing to live with. That uh, uh, when you lose the, the trust in your body, there's always that fear that any moment the cancer could come back again. Mm-hmm. But it is not possible and not healthy to live that way. So you have to find yourself a way uh, to deal with it, mm-hmm. to be able uh, to park it yeah. and um, to get on with life and enjoy life without constantly thinking, will it come back? Yes. Will, it, will it trigger yes. me again? Will my body play with me again? Because yes. the, the two times I was diagnosed... I had no idea whatsoever that there was anything wrong with my body. I was fit, I was healthy, I was uh, going to the sports school uh, plenty of times a week, Uh, I didn't lose weight, there was no sign whatsoever. So that's really odd. But anyhow, um, I must admit I'm quite successful in how I dealt with uh, being be able to park it. And I didn't always do it on my own. Mm -hmm. I had uh, help from psychologists and uh, also uh, therapists uh, who are specialized in changing your behavior patterns. And and the last uh, uh, sessions I had with a a behavior uh, therapist, um, she gave me uh, an, uh, the title of a book called um, uh, Me and Myself. And, uh, and it's a book about, very easily written, it's uh, about uh, 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 you're in a bus and you're the driver and all your inner selves mm-hmm. are in the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. So your emotional you, your uh, control you, uh, you're sensitive, you, you're angry, you, all your yous are in there. And she le- and, and they, they teach you how to sort of have a meeting with them all and uh, also put one in a box now and again and say, hey, hello, I'm going to put you in a suitcase now for three months because I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And that 
like visualizing it and um, and dealing with it in in the sort of a playful way gave me the 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 the, the strength and also uh, a tool mm-hmm. uh, to deal with it and um, and up to today I still use it and. Uh, and and I do it loud as well. Yeah, and all yes. my me's, I gave them names as well, so it yeah. becomes even more funny. Yeah. And uh, um, <laughs> yeah. But they say it's good to say it out loud. I mean. Yeah, I had to find uh, a way. Uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm I'm I use my senses a lot uh, uh, in that angle. I I I. I I'm, uh, it's good that I'm an infant school teacher because that's the, uh, that's the, still the child in me and I love it, you know, yeah. and I can openly be a child yeah. every day. So that's good about my job too. But uh, yeah, that, that, that was uh, the perfect solution for me to sort of create uh, order in the chaos of my head with all the emotions I had to deal with. Uh, and also to live my life without constantly being afraid of getting the cancer back. back again, yeah. and, and it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah, That's I can very, do that. Uh, good uh, lesson in, in sharing that. Yeah. Because you're unfortunately not the only one who, who goes through these things, but yeah, l- learning how to, uh, well, work with yourself actually, and then mm-hmm. learn to, yeah, to place all your thoughts uh, in a proper way. Mm, and to yeah. let them out whenever you yeah, I think that's yeah. a, and, of, well, and I also think it's also your own strength that will be able to I mean for yourself I, yeah to, yeah and, and yeah. Help you get yeah I'm a very positive thinking person yeah. I, I, I rather see the glass half full than half empty and yeah. that I'm sure helped a lot as yeah. well such a powerful powerful <laughs> woman yeah oh, thank you for sharing yeah, yeah. Have, thanks for sharing that uh, Paula So you ended up being a passionate and experienced Montessori kindergarten teacher. But what did you want to become when you were a little girl? Um, Well, when I had the the age uh, to really think about it, uh, I wanted to be... Maybe different than you're used to, but that's it for today. Part one of Paula's episode. Want to hear what she wanted to become when she was a little girl and hear more of her inspiring life lessons as she still has more in her backpack? Tune in again after two weeks for part two of her podcast. And in the meantime, if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Spotify and let others know about this podcast. Thanks again for making time to listen today. Remember, listen, observe and learn moments are there for you to pick up on a daily basis. So I wish you lots of them. Lots of love from Amsterdam and hope you tune in again after two weeks for another podcast of the backpack full of busyness. Bye.